You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. <laughs> Stupid girl. Hello, everybody. Ooh. Cut the music. We got, we got a lot of we got a lot to talk about. This was a Rupert size week. It's kind of loud now, right? I'm right here. Sorry if I'm shouting. Uh, well, Cameron adjust the uh, volume. Um, hey guys, I'm Kenny Harrison, your host. And welcome to another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. Sitting next to me is the uh, gorgeously handsome drama, Cameron Marston. And across from me, please welcome Jackie Borowski, aka, aka, just something. Oh, pick a name. I said Uma Thurman from Pulp Fiction. Yes, but I can't remember her character's name from Pulp Fiction. Uh, It was, give me a second, Mia Wallace. Yeah, that's me. Um, because I'm a dork. I'm wearing a black and white <laughs> outfit today instead of a glam outfit because my dryer broke and <laughs> I had to have a first time experience in a laundromat where an old man in a tracksuit hit on me for two hours. Oh, that's, was that's what After Buzz will get. You. I know exactly. <laughs> no pay and old men. So <laughs> great life insurance. And joining us in the booth tonight is our uh, chief. Yeah, Roya. Hi there. Hi, Roya. It's been hey, a while since we did a show with you. I know. I, I brought you guys back, didn't I? Yes, yes. you did. Didn't get three times, but Only two. two. Back By with the, the way, vengeance. Just so you know, we started this show and then we had a little whoopsie, so we had to restart it. Anyways. Yeah, we whoopsie all the time. Thank you for joining us. If you're watching us live on AfterBuzz TV, thank you for tuning in. If you're joining us on YouTube... Make your comment down below. I'm not pointing to my junk. I'm just pointing to the comment section that you can rip us because we love to be ripped. <laughs> what is we happening? also love your nice comments, so be nice as well. Rip. If you'd like to. Let it Although rip. I do appreciate that some of the people who have ripped when I do comment back on their rips, <laughs> it turns into funny banter, which I like. It's not mean spirited. Yeah, it's I, and I, you know, you you kid because you love. Yes. Right. Where my favorite rip though was. Um, the guy who said we were burbling. <laughs> I, you know, First of all, what does it mean? But what does that hold, mean? Hold up the phone. So <laughs> I was, I thought it was a made up word, which was part of my like jokey comment back. He uh-huh. misspelled too, and and uh. I called that out. But he also said burbling, and I was like, "You're burbling, whatever." <laughs> and then I looked it up, and it's a real word. It's a, oh, yeah, it's okay. it means continuous murmuring noise. Ah. So to this person, listening to us on AfterBuzz TV is the equivalent of continuous murmuring yes. noise. Oh, on that note. Burble. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody reads that comment, I'm sorry. I mean, the the rip kind of goes out the door when you 
don't check your grammar. Yeah. <laughs> Complete sentence. Because you, you or... kind of negate your own People you know, do purpose. that a lot, Maybe yeah. Maybe a preposition. How about that? <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Um, oh, before we get into uh, tonight's episode, I want a quick shout out to a friend of ours, uh, Ray. We're thinking about you. We love oh, you. Um, Ray was with us. For San the, Fernando. Yeah, Ray was with us. Uh, the he, first. He's not, he's not gone, but he <laughs> he was he did a show when we were audio only, and so we your th- our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family tonight. So with that, uh, after oh, oh, wait, wait, shout out to no. Lounging with Tony. Oh, yeah. lounging with who? Who's uh, that? I don't know. Who we that are that lounging is. with she's a little less Tony. She's making that. She's making that coin. She's like the Dark Knight. This is like whenever, you know, Batman just kind of shows up whenever. Lounging with Batman? Yeah. Uh, okay, so she hi, promises Tony. to be back, though. Yeah. If uh, we're if we're just gonna do shout outs, I'm just gonna do them now. I know. So shout out Mine's to well. Maurice Modiga on uh, <laughs> <I'm done>. on, <laughs> on Twitter. Shout out to Bobby Hensley on Twitter as well. Bobby. Um, and shout out to the Scandal fans who are following us on Twitter, which I think is awesome. That's great. I don't. Know I who love you Scandal are. too. Okay. Oh, this, this is Mr. Scandal over here. I love you, Jake. <laughs> So, this is RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, if you we're didn't back on, know. Back on track. Sorry, um, sorry, guys. guys, this was RuPaul's. RuPaul's. Two episodes. It was absolutely... Okay. So, I liked this episode. I did, too. And I liked both episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Because of the drama. Lots of drama. Lots of scandal. The build-up. Lots of the build-up. The breakdown. The rebuild. Yeah. And I think I... I, I, for me, it was. Uh, Tell us what you think. M- Michelle Visage is my hero because oh, Kenny she met her. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, last night I had the privilege of meeting Michelle Visage. She was uh, the host at uh, Good Microbrew and Grill, which is in Silver Lake, California. It's a great place. Every Monday they do a um, bingo night, and then they watch the RuPaul's Drag Race, the that current episode. And then, um, yeah, so it was a lot, of, a lot of fun. She was totally sweet. I approached her, and she shook my hand. We took a picture. It was great. She's actually called into the show before. So um, thanks, Michelle. I appreciate it. If you want to call us, uh, we'll set that up for you. Or if you want to come to the show, you're more than welcome to come. Um, so, yeah, so if you're in uh, the, west, the east side, it's, in, it's not in West, Ho- west Hollywood. It's in no, the east it's side. east side, yeah. Good micro brew. Shout out. Great. Great place. It's near the corner of... Sunset and Lucille. There you go. So, um, first impressions of both episodes. I loved it. This, I mean, if I take both episodes together, I would say this is my favorite in all seasons. As far as watching an episode, I actually enjoyed all the way through. You know what I realized when, uh, after watching the first half or the first episode that was on the other night? Mm -hmm. What is that? Oh, what is that that I was wondering? (laughs) Okay. Um... (laughs) I'm a little slow. So I when and I was watching when I was I know. I was watching the Lip Sync for Your Life and I was like, This is this is one of the first times watching RuPaul's drag race that I really want most of the queens to just stay. I just like all of the queens as a whole that much. Right. And I think it's such a strong for me, like now I have strong feelings about them. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want anybody to leave. Well, you know, I and I agree, and I think that a lot of, I remember we talked about this maybe last week or the week before. How certain queens that we that were under the radar we didn't really notice before they're now showing up on our radar. Radar. I think um, a lot. To be specific, Trinity K. Benef in these two episodes really turned it around. Yes, and yeah. you know it wasn't that whole. Um, 
uh, self doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, SMS defeated. Yes, it, it 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 was that in certain points, but then she really turned it around. And I, and another thing that I absolutely love was Bianca Del Rio. I was really taken by her these two episodes as well because not only did she stay true to herself, she also showed that she is caring and she can be helpful and very, you know, she helped Trinity along the way and she kind of, uh, she was that mother figure that she's always been, but, you know, she's also growing too, you know, she learned patience in one of the episodes. So it was just like, it was good to see all, you know, a lot of them come full circle again for me. Well, genuine affection, I think, entails tough love. Right. People get things confused. We talk about this all the time with our, our regular, our, you know, our real friends. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between ride or die mm-hmm. and a real friend. A ride right. or die person just is with you no matter what, whereas a real friend actually tells you when you're right or you're wrong. You right. Know, they actually give you the honest truth. So, and, and, it's cool. And I think being in a competition like this where you, you're you really not familiar with all the pe- people who are mm-hmm. involved, you kind of you go in with and... walls it, up. It's kind of like walking to AfterBuzz TV. You don't really know people. And it's, it's true. Just like, yeah. you, you know, you try to make the... Not this isn't a bad place, but <laughs> it's um you try to make it's the real tea, folks. <laughs> well, no tea, no shade. But you you don't know people, and so you try to be. There is a gnat flying around. You want to be cautious. I don't really know where I'm going with this. No, story. I know what you do. Because I know for, what for you're viewers saying. You don't know the back of what goes on in After Buzz. We, you know, it's not. It's a great place, by the way. It's just you know there are. Um, Human nature <laughs> would, would lend Save to me. that. You go into scenarios with your guard up. That's just natural human behavior. Right. And then as you get to know people, you start to let you know parts of the parts of you show through. So, right. And okay. I think I know what you're trying to say, Kenny, because okay. I was thinking about this on the way here, and I was thinking about how frustrated I have been that Trinity is continually not putting her, not that she's not putting her best foot forward, but that she's being so defeatist about it. And it's like, when you're a performer, you have to, sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader. Right. Like, you go into these situations, and especially if, like, let's say you're on a show here at AfterBuzz and you don't know anybody else, Mm -hmm. it's like, people don't know what you can do until you show them. Right. And so you have to, in some in some instances, especially on a show like this, where you, if Trinity, I don't think Trinity knew any of the other queens coming into this, mm-hmm. it's like, you have to be your own cheerleader. You have to keep working. Even if you fail, even if you fall on your face, even if you do something wrong, you got to pick yourself back up and keep going because that's the nature of the competition in this show. And that's, and show business is hard. Yeah. And so I, I, I... When she, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to like stutter, but I felt it when she came full circle in the end. I I felt what Rue felt, which was like, "You go, girl," because every every single performer has felt exactly the same way. At some point. Where at some point where you're like, "Okay, I I'm really trying. I'm trying my hardest, and I know I can do this." Like, there's a part of me in my head that says, "I know I can do this," mm-hmm. but I keep failing, and it's like. When you're a performer, you just want to be like, I see that you have it. Pull it up there and stick it out. Not not meant to be sexual, but ended up being sexual. <laughs> I appreciate that. Because I know that Jason also talked about how we were going to be surprised and see the turnaround. He, he said that he thinks that Trinity was going to kind of kick it into gear. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that aspect. But I also, devil's advocate, you know, what if Bianca wasn't there for her? What if Bianca wasn't that pushing force, that motherly figure, Mm -hmm. to kind of say, get your shit together? 
she really that, left out. You know, and then what, that would suck is if Trinity goes farther than her. I mean, my thing is, you know, it's still a competition. Mm-hmm. I get that you're making genuine connections and, and, and the like, but at some point you got to stand on your own two feet. Right. So, um, I appreciated her transition, her change. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's going to hold. We'll see. We'll see. So the first episode. Is- I should say though, I sure. think we should clarify that we actually were friends before coming into this. Why should you have to clarify that? Because because you just said we don't know each other and everybody's strangers. We particularly well, are not us. strangers. We're, we're speaking with other after buzzers and. Um, so if, if if we're ripping on each other, it's not coming from a place of like, oh, well, I don't know sometimes you. Sometimes it is. Hate <laughs> um, you all suck, and it's just. <laughs> Those looks. That's all you need. Um, so let's just real quickly break down the episodes. I feel like I'm yelling. Episode number seven was Glamazon by <laughs> Color Revolution. Evolution. 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 I put Revolution. I don't know why. Works. It's uh. It They're was... a new sponsor though, as of like season. So it's a real thing. Yeah. Okay. I I, I mean I kind of figured it was, but I thought it was kind of like made up. Like RuPaul is like just for the show. She made it up. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So she. Uh, the mini challenge for this particular episode where it was the modeling fruits, which it was funny. Part of the let's move for... I appreciated, I appreciated, by the way, that there was no split screen on this one, so I could see everybody's thing. And then once I saw every performance, at the end of that, I was like, I still can't decide. Well, I don't know. I think in both episodes, I mean, how, how, do you, how do you pick a winner? I think she just kind of like, oh. Yeah. You won. I really feel like the second one I could see, I could kind of see which was more of a real winner. Uh-huh. This one I was like. I, the one funny moment was when Adora was crushing the nuts. Yes! <laughs> it was hilarious. I just. I, I and didn't Rue or somebody said that she's destroying those nuts? I was yeah. just like, oh God. It was hilarious. And, and um, the whole section, the whole like, was part was all sexual, sexual. innuendo. Yeah. The you whole know, the it was thing. hilarious. The banana peeling mm-hmm. foreskin. It's just. It was Clean funny. it out before you pound it. <laughs> Oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> I got it now. Oh, okay. Mm, you learn something new every day. So, Laganja, our friend, wins the mini challenge in this particular episode. His We're going to get to that mm. because. Oh. By the way, um, I was asked. I, I think by one of our Twitter um, fans um, what what I thought um, about these two episodes and how you know. Um, I was actually very pleased that last week I said that I wanted to see an extended version of the mini challenges or the main challenge. I wanted extra time with the show in general. And I wanted I wanted Laganja gone. And I think I was three for fucking three on everything this week. So ask and the, you say I'll receive. The RuPaul fairy visited, she visited came, Kenny. She came and made all my dreams come true. Tinker twat. So. Anyway, I just had to throw that in there. So... Um, the main challenge for the first episode was a 30-second commercial for uh, RuPaul's uh, makeup line. And she, Ru, put the queens together. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, it was based on what we've seen over the season on how she put them in pairs. She put Darian Lake she and... She put, like, animosity pairs well, together and, on and it only And it made sense. I yeah. mean, it, it just... Even, like, putting a Lidore with Laganja was, you know... Well, they're actually brilliant. they're I'm actually so friends. I'm so sorry. Kenny loves to make up names, but it's all good. Well, it's Lidore. It's not Lidore. Well, I... I well, we I, I wrote him, Lidore's because so it was shorter. I, thought, <laughs> I tried to be clever. Like, I, I, I put I put Cortland. 
Because that made it shorter. And it's something I can remember because they were team. Courtney, I, can rock, with Courtney that. And, I can rock with that. And Jocelyn. Oh, okay. And then I put Darila. That didn't work for me. <laughs> And Sounds like diarrhea. It, <laughs> just a little bit. And then I put Trinica, but then on the drive over, I was like, I think, um, I think Bianca Bonet is a better name. Oh, so Bianca Bonet. I put those two together. Yeah, I like that. Wow. So I shorthanded <laughs> it. Here's a trying, I'm telling you. I shorthanded it. Mm-hmm. So those job. were your teams, if you didn't know. <laughs> those are your team names. Yeah. So um, they were. <laughs> Gosh, I'm okay. So they were brought. They were they were given the chat the task of writing and performing in a thirty second commercial, mm-hmm. and then they were given themes. Team Lador got Mean Girls, um, and then you had Team Cortland. <laughs> <laughs> they were given Hot Mamas. They were given Hot mo- Mamas, and then okay, Darian Lake and Dela doesn't work for me. So so uh, Team cougars. Diarrhea, they got, they got cougars. cougars, and then the last team, um, Bianca Bonet. Bianca Bonet. See how it works, right? But Working girls. Working girls. So I this this episode, the way they did it, they had they spent a lot of time on each couple, even in the walkthrough and in the actual commercial process itself. And in the final, the final product, I love that I got a lot, mm-hmm. just about, just about all that I needed to see. Yep. From the process to the actual product. So again, thank you, Logo TV producers of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. I asked and I received. Yeah, I felt like this was a real, and maybe that's why we're spo- we're responding so well to it because yes. it's like we got a real sense of the process. Yes. Um, Who was your favorite? My favorite group or individual. Well, let's start with group. Because Work, I liked Working Girls the best. I and I, thought, I liked oh, Working Girls did? the best. Too. I actually think they were robbed in the final. Well, here's outcome. the thing. I thought Adore. If we're picking just like singular Adore people, was Adore was my favorite. But if we're picking groups, the strongest as a group, group was the Working girls. girls group. Exactly. From and what we saw. From, from what, what we saw. saw. And and then, but at the same time, I don't think that Darian Lake and Ben De La Creme were the worst. I no. think their concept for the commercial may ha- may not have been the strong. I actually thought Courtney and Jocelyn were the weaker commercial. And I think uh, Michelle kind of agreed with me because when they announced the winner and she said, um, you know, I, I, Laganja was like, I'm, I'm shocked and. <laughs> and Michelle's like me too. <laughs> it was hilarious. That was hilarious. was hilarious. By the way, Michelle did not hold back on anything. These two episodes, she did not hold back. Oh my god, you got to come in here. Wait, real quick break. Just yeah. a shout out. We have DJ Jesse J. That just showed up in the booth. He's one of the original OGs of our show, and Jesse, now he's we... gonna pop on real. What? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we love hey, Jesse. Hi, girl. He's moved Here, on to bigger and better things. Apparently, clearly. I can't do the show. Bigger no and better. Why you can't do the show? We love I don't you. Know, I'm just saying, there's an empty seat, and I was not invited. There well, is an empty seat, and you were invited. If I had my way, you know, you'd be here permanently. Mm-hmm. Where's right Miss Tony? Oh, she's Next working. Next topic. She's um, a working girl. So... <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Jesse. Um, I lost my train. Bench. What happened? What are I we know. doing? I know. It was like oh. it was like being struck by magic. So, um, so. The actual commercials, I thought overall were funny. I didn't think that Darian Lake and, and Ben De La Creme, I I thought they, with what they had and what they were going for, I think they executed it well. It's just, it didn't sit with the judges. I know yeah. that Darian Lake is being penned as the, a bitch, but... She's I funny. Love but her. here's the thing, though. <laughs> I kind of love here's her. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't understand. understand. Oh. <laughs> 
High five. Kenny and I are always here. I we I don't get the animosity. I don't either. I don't get it. I don't I get, okay, so the the only time that it's ever been shown is when, you know, Ben won and she was like, you know, I won and I won too. And then right. that's, but I, I don't think that's enough. Whereas, no. whereas, um, Laganja and, 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 and Bianca's kind of thing, it's, it's been, it's, it's because it's been of she's annoying, she's annoying. And, you know, and not only annoying, it's just she's not listening and not, like, not growing. So, but I, with this whole, Ben versus Darian Lake. I just don't. I don't get that either. And it's. I think it's just Darian Lake. I think she just doesn't genuinely like her. Which is, and it's interesting to me too because I, I respect Ben's response. I I know people call her Dela, but I write Ben in all of my notes. Um, I don't know. As you should. I I respect I respect Ben's response to her, which is kind of just like meh. She's kind of just like, meh, which I think is a it's a healthy response. This person is coming for you, and instead of letting it unravel you, you're just like, meh. But she, she does it every chance she gets. I know, it's Which so I, I don't mind. I actually like Darian Lake, and I actually, <laughs> she's starting to be on my, I'm, I'm, I'm on team day. I can get down with that. Because she's also We're going to talk she's about talented. it. We're going to talk Anyway. Um, and are we going to talk about how, like, Courtney has been randomly coming for Jocelyn now? Okay. I don't think it's specific to Jocelyn, though. I think she does that with everybody. It just got, maybe, I don't know. You guys know more about editing. I think well, she's like that with everybody. Editing. Editing, uh, <laughs> I think she does that to everybody. It just was focused on because they were partners this episode. Last time I spent 15 minutes, apparently, on editing. and This whole, the, you know what? We have a long time left. We're going to spend the entire <laughs> we time. time We're going to spend the entire time talking about <laughs> I'm not going to rip on editing. I actually thought this show, was, this uh, these two episodes were cut together really well. Mm-hmm. And um, because we talked, we, Jackie uh, brought up, Jackie, she brought Jackie! up she brought up the whole two-shot thing. And there were a lot of two-shots that he couldn't get away from. Mm-hmm. And I think that made it more um, authentic as yeah. far as the cutting when you When they have the wide shots of them in the um, workroom, work mm-hmm. those are my favorites. Because you, you feel like you're really getting a sense of... This is how they're working in the workroom. And I actually have a question since you brought up the whole Jocelyn, uh, or actually the Cortland team. Um, w- do you guys think that Jocelyn is very, you know, she's like, oh, you're my idol and I love working with you. It's an honor. I think that's a little too much. I Because I don't know Cor- Courtney, uh, Courtney Act prior to the show, so I don't know how big she is. Maybe she's She's huge, huge in Australia. I don't know that. So for me, I think it's... And by the way, I love. I think she's just the cutest little thing. She's the cutest little bean ever. She has these little quirky, like little one line. Oh, and that's not funny. It's just, it's just. I love her to. I love her to death. But I think she over. If I well, here's the thing. I I have. I feel like I have to say. So if I was in, if I had really did idolize someone, and I was working side by side with them, I would be a weirdo. No, I wouldn't. I say would it. totally be a weirdo. I wouldn't tell them. Because I think that feeds into their ego. Because now, because you said it, now I feel like Courtney is going after her every second that she, every chance that she gets. Because she knows she can get away with it. Yeah. And I think that's a little unfair. And it kind of painted Courtney as kind of a negative person in this, these two episodes a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. She, she totally took advantage of the situation. But I think they work together well as a pair. Eh. I mean, as far as taking, like advantage, taking advantage of the situation, I don't mm. necessarily. I mean, maybe it just appears that way, and it, it could be true too. But I don't think that Bianca's any less calculated. I honestly oh, no. don't. No. no. So I think Bianca, Bianca just gets away with it because she's funny. 
and don't get me wrong, she's in my you know she's in my top two. But I have her winning. I I can, I can honestly see her winning or coming. Very I can top see. Two. Yeah, I can see her winning. Um, so let's jump down to the runway. <laughs> oh, unless we had something. No. Okay. No. Um, theme. <laughs> the theme of the runway was black and white Ooh, glamour, store. which I. My favorite, favorite, favorite Who was, was Bianca Del Rio's dress. I loved it. I loved the hair. I loved the 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 way the the shaping. Yes. I wrote Bride of Frankenstein. Yes. I did like the Bride of Frankenstein. And hair. I have to say, Trinity K. top two wasn't was a close second. That dress when she turned it did around. Look like dice. Well, it was. <laughs> oh, okay. It was a uh, do- well. They were yeah. they were calling it dominoes. Oh. Yeah. I I loved it. Those I, are my top two. Yeah. Who's your worst? Laganja and Jocelyn. Okay, here's the thing about Laganja. Here's the thing. I the hair. I don't know the, the wig. Frog <laughs> was that. It was not. I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't <laughs> see how Gollum Santino. <laughs> <laughs> we were also sent. We were also sent a video of him by one of our fans, uh, like sitting in in his underpants, and it was it one of the most disturbing things. No. But if you want to see a video of Sweet Jack, um, send it to yeah, you. I'll send it to you. Um, and I hate calling him Gollum because I actually like <laughs> Santino's opinions, but he does kind of look like that. Anyway, and he's kind of creepy like that. Um, he for somebody who who comes from Project Runway, you would expect them to. He clocks people on clothing all the time, and he didn't mention how poorly sewed together that costume was. I didn't. Well, I didn't see the details. I didn't mind what the actual Laganja. Laganja. Ah, and <laughs> I did notice the um, the tuck with the 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 long tuck. The, the, elongated crotch yeah. because Tell it looked like time, it looked girl. like it was way up to her, past her hips, like. Not the tea, girl. Yeah, it was poorly <laughs> executed. See, I just poorly noticed executed. that, like, all the sewing, when they did the close-up, I wasn't looking particularly at the tuck, but I was like, the sewing's all crooked. Mm-hmm. It's like she had sewed it together herself, and I'm like, mm, it doesn't look so good. Oh, what about Rue's dress? I actually loved Rue's dress, because I loved that it was really colorful and contrast. I got ripped for not being rainbow enough. Is that... Rainbow, you can taste the rainbow from the TV screen. There were Skittles coming out of her behind. It was amazing. I I actually liked how the blue blended in with the pink at oh, the bottom. I it thought was, it was really beautiful. Yeah, she looked like a princess. She looked like a rainbow princess with Skittles and everything. With Skittles and everything. So there were your rainbows and Skittles <laughs> and your unicorns. Um, what do you guys think of a uh, a door? I loved Adore's outfit. I, I loved her Cruella Deville channeling. I loved it. Of course, Laganja thought it was cheap, which it probably was. I thought it was. I she clocked her for what, Forever Twenty One or something. Yeah, I well, I thought Darian Darian's outfit was to me that was the best she's ever worn. Looked, mm-hmm. Yes, I have to agree. And however, Ben de la Creme, I love her to death. I did not like her look <gasps> this week. I liked it. The penis wrapped in bandages on top of her head was not. I didn't. I I, I mm. loved it. I loved her spointy neck thingy. It reminded me of like a of like an alien Venus flytrap. I love style. aliens and Venus flytraps together. So well, it was perfect. I didn't like it. Ergo laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> the laundromat has nothing to do with this. It has nothing to do with Truck this. Other but um, yeah, and and Jocelyn, I felt bad because she did wear the same thing kind of twice in a row. But again, I give her props for how she can make that. Make her junk disappear like that. It, it's she, amazing. you know what though, like how, how it's done. I thought that 
that version, like, I, I know that she's doing the same thing twice in a row, but that version of the outfit, like, was actually a better version I thought so of the previous but one. But see, okay, but the thing was... And I thought it was cute. The thing was, last week, they were saying, you know, you had, like, 15, like... I agree with that. On. that. They said she over-accessorized. And then she pulled it back, and it, they still clocked on it. Yeah. Eh, she could have done better. But, I mean, what, I don't think it was as horrible as the editing. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed. No, it's just that the, the people were saying gonna that. going to ban that word? Yeah, that's from Rock. On. And then we had... Um, oh, and Darren's hair started falling off. Did you notice that? It came I think back, it, yeah. Yeah, I think it was after the uh, lip sync. <laughs> started <Yeah>. slipping. <laughs> I thought Darren looked great. And she I, did. That was the best And I think Cornyac looked great. And I'm not, I didn't know anything about Klaus, um, what is it? Klaus, I wrote it down, somewhere. The guy that she was looking like. Mm-hmm. I didn't know much about him. So, But she was, looks great anyway. Yeah, yeah, she, she looked, looked amazing. Anyway. And I and I like the concept, and yeah. Apparently she has a lot of referential clothing, because one of our fans said, or fans, viewers, mm-hmm. said that uh, her last bed bedtime Klaus sleepy look was, was supposed to be a, like a Victor and Rolf take off. Mm-hmm. So, I, I wish she would say that, or they would have her say that well, more, because then ep- it makes more sense. This episode, they brought it up. Yeah. She brought it up before. It makes more sense. And again, she ripped on uh, Jocelyn right before they even got dressed, because they obviously knew that they were going to be dressed similar. Right. So. She's a boy. I loved Leah. They oh, she's in. hilarious. I loved her interaction with Michelle. Michelle. Yes. Hilarious. That's I'm assuming they're both ripping. I love it. I'm yeah. assuming they're both Jersey girls. Yeah. Yeah. The funniest like thing is when um, they were talking about uh, Cortland's commercial, mm-hmm. and Santino's like, oh, they're just too fishy. Or, no, I think Michelle was like, oh, they're just too real women. And she Made was defending friendly. them, and then Rue yeah. was like, so what did you like about the commercial? And she was like, well, I didn't really actually like <laughs> And I flipped out, because it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in a long time on the show. She's okay. hilarious. She's a great, great judge. And she's one of the only people that, like, Michelle, when she speaks, like, nobody refutes her. They just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. She's the only person that will take Michelle head on and be like, well, why that? Why that? <laughs> well, sometimes Santino will jump in. Santino. Santino. Gollum. Gollum will jump in. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, and Lainey Kazan from My Big Fat Greek Wedding was yes. the other judge. Tan. Just tan. <laughs> <laughs> my Big Fat Tan Wedding. She reminded me of Shirley Temple. Let's sing for your life. What? How is she Shirley Temple? She reminded me of Shirley Temple. I don't know why. The older version of Shirley Temple. What about Let's sing for your life? Well, let's you get brought there. it up. Let's move, on the, let's move this train along. You let's brought it up. Let's move this train. So what was Let's sing for your life? <clears throat> well, let's... Who won? The winners were... Adore... Or a uh, team Lador. See, and here's another thing that I, I that bugged me. I don't understand why the team had to win. They've not they don't always do that. Agreed. Why didn't they have a person win? You know? I don't understand why they did that because to I, me, from what we saw, it was clear that Laganja was struggling. She I, I mean her her Valley Girl voice wasn't really Valley Girl, which is what Rue was trying to get her mm-hmm. to do. And um, and I don't I don't understand. It was like she won because the door was so good. So we agree that the door was the real winner of this challenge. Adore, yes, I agree. Now, Adore. and this is what I said earlier. I think Trinity and um, Bianca, <laughs> excuse me, they were robbed because I think they work better. They as worked, a pair. and I think that's if if we're talking about and we do this a lot with our um, talking about like when a person 
uh, ends up being the leader of a group, mm-hmm. like, should that person be held responsible? And if you're not working together as a group really well, then should, shouldn't the stronger group win? Yeah. I, I can see that they may have did the win this way to build more tension, knowing mm-hmm. Laganja, yeah. knowing that she kind of rode the coattails of a dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sure all the queens are talking actually, about it. And then, I mean, it's it, like, it's just like, it adds an extra dimension when you know that they work together a lot. Right. So We kind of skipped over the process. I did like that, the the bit when they were turning and they were supposed to turn in scene. <laughs> yeah. They kept missing each yes. other. It was, that was another funny moment. That was moment. awesome. Great, great moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. Party. Overall. Great yeah. moments. So they were the winners. Darian Lake and Ben Delacreme were the, well, I wouldn't call them losers because in my opinion, I don't think they were the, the weaker no. pair. But they were, they found themselves in the bottom two. So they had to lip sync against each other. We have actually seen um, the Frenemies episode last season where Sharon Needles, the one that Willem got disqualified from. Right. That was another episode where they did the the, the group lost. Okay. And yes. as the, if, they, if you lose, you have to lip sync against uh, right. one another. And so I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I I agree with what you said about having the one winner, but I kind of like the fact that if you didn't win as a pair, then it's you an, have to. It's an added element of tension. Yeah, yeah. But I, this was one instance where I this was the like I said earlier in the in our podcast that this was the moment that I realized I there were so many queens I just didn't want to go home. And when it came down, and I was like, I don't want either of these queens to go home when they first started to lip sync. And then when they turned out, like they got down to Ben, and you think Ben's going home, and I I almost started crying and screaming at my <laughs> television set. I was like, No, she's done her time. It's done her time. And then she was saved. And I was like, Thank you. So okay, much. so yeah, I totally forgot about what I had called out anyway. Here's the thing. You're going to rip me for Oh, yeah, this. you called that. They would do the save-a-ho. Yeah. You're going to rip me for this whole editing thing. It's okay. Untucked <laughs> completely spoiled the ending to this episode for me. I love the show. I love the the end. I love how they both were saved. But I also know that from the looks, the first 40 seconds of Untucked when they're like introducing the show, mm-hmm. they cut through all the looks, and I knew that Ben had another look. In, mm-hmm. in store for the show, so I knew that she wasn't going to get eliminated. So when they when when Dar- when she oh. called Darian first, I was like, oh well, they're both going to say because Ben has that red outfit. Oh my gosh! And the following and the, and the following episode, so it so was why a are little you watching Untucked first. No, no, I, no, no, it's this in is the from, it's in, in the preview reel. Yeah, yeah. Ben has a red outfit that nobody no has seen, seen yet. Right. Exactly, and oh, and I hate to give it away. Adore yeah, has two more outfits, so she's going to be around. Somebody for... actually called that in our comments yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, but I'm sorry. That's a, I mean, Darian, I don't give. She totally she turned it that out. win, yeah, and I would have been pissed too if I found out that queen was staying. She, <laughs> she turned it out, even because because they don't like each other, or she doesn't like whatever. I love that song though. Oh, uh, the song was uh, "Point of No Return" expose, expose. Mm-hmm. and. We all, I remember that song. I remember the, the what, Did somebody say, Derek, or... Bianca. Bianca, yeah. <laughs> she said she, the queen had it on cassette. And she cassette, knows yeah. It's a, it's a classic. And again, it wasn't maybe the best choice for a lip sync, but I feel like for these two people... It worked. It worked. Yeah. Um, and I kind of wanted Ben's reveal to be a little sooner. Or it, it, it took a long time. Yeah. I think it's like, we've said this before, if you're going to do a reveal... Get out of it. Get out of it. Yeah. 
And I actually liked what she had underneath. I, I did. I, I than stopped watching her. Darian Lee. <laughs> I was like, where's Darian? Soaked up the, the stage. So Classic. If, you, if you're a fan of Chinese and going to Chinese like, or drag shows... When she started mimicking, like she was collecting, collecting dollar money. bills, Yay! I fell on yes. my couch. That's classic shit. Sorry. Yes. That was hilarious. It was she hilarious. knows exactly what she's doing. She is calculated. She's funny as shit. She yeah. was, she is hilarious. So, in our opinion, obviously, Darian like won the mm. actual yeah. lip sync for your life, but Rue decided to save them both. And I, and I love I Ben. Agreed with I that. have Ben in my top three at the yeah. beginning. And again, so. nothing against Ben. I think Ben is, for me is like a, in the vein of Jinx, where I think she has the potential to do. Things way outside of the drag box, which I, I love. Which I, I, I love, love too. That. But I just think, as far as drag queen, I think that would be limiting for her. I want you guys to clear something up. Oh yeah, me. because Michelle brought it up and has been bringing it up over the course of the season, mm-hmm. and we've actually seen her or heard her express this with Chad Michaels mm-hmm. about Ben's n- not coming through. I have a theory. What is your theory? Because please, the question <laughs> I is. I Kenny off. No, 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 I have a but, theory. But what is the question that I'm getting at? And I hope you can help me. Is how do you get out of that? Like, how do you bring yourself forward on the main stage? If that, I mean, if this is your stick, if this is what you're accustomed to, how do you make? How do you change it up to say this is who I really am? To not answer that question. <laughs> Um, I feel like, I feel like I'll answer it eventually, but I feel like, um, just keep talking in circles. You'll get there. Verbal. Verbal, Um, I feel like, I feel like Michelle Visage might be coming for her a little because she looks like Michelle, Michelle Visage. Do you ever think of that? I'm like, maybe she's just coming for her because she looks like her and she's having this like feeling like she's imitating. I don't know. And I, and. Because I'm such a dork and I knew that Michelle was going to be at Good last night, I re-listened to our podcast with her when she was talking about Chad Michaels and how she. this is the only time they that she actually gets to see the contestants. If That's she's not true. directing the commercial right. or if she's not, you know, helping them in the workroom, <laughs> she, does, she, she knows nothing about what's going on behind right. the scenes. So when Trinity comes out, you get this present, or when Bianca comes out, you, you, you kind of get a sense of who they are. And I kind of agree, but... On Ben's behalf, like how 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 do you change it up? Like what do you do? You it's know? hard because actually, and somebody commented on YouTube about this as well, that Ben is one of the only consistent ones who is completely like polarizes, and so he's when he's as a boy, totally different character mm-hmm. than when he's in drag. They, they really don't weave mm-hmm. back and forth or go back and forth. Mm-hmm. I can understand as far as being more genuine or coming off with less character polish <laughs> maybe it's a it, matter of not being so politically correct all the time like, like she's always very controlled and calculated with everything well she how, says. Do, how do you break that down though for a runway she lose drag race <laughs> oh my god for me like i i mean i so i said the same thing when i don't understand michelle's comment on that mm-hmm. because it's like a lot of like chad michaels if we're going to use chad michaels as mm-hmm. a comparison chad michaels thing is to be polished. Chad Michaels is polished. Like if you if you talk to Chad Michaels, like we had we had Chad um uh, we had Chad chatted with Chad on one of our shows. Mm-hmm. That's her personality. Her personality is polished. So if your personality is like is this politically correct polished person, it's like you can't expect everybody to be vulnerable, just like you can't expect 
everybody to be like brash like Bianca. It's it's a personality trait, and it seems to be a personality trait that bothers Michelle for, mm-hmm. because it doesn't have a level of vulnerability. Well, we see that in the second episode. Well, it also sorry, it doesn't make sense to us because we see the Everything. vulnerable yeah. side yes. of Ben. We yeah. saw the whole story about being a fat kid. So and join and, the club, girl. And, sorry. And the thing is, yeah, I was overweight too, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> and my thing is, is how do you? On his behalf, how do you break that down? Like, how do you, like, completely... You say lose the competition. But, like... He didn't know I want him either. to do well. And, yeah. But, but at the same time, it's just, how do you do that? If you know, make a comment down there. <laughs> down there. Like, Tweet us. Kenny, us. Kenny has his Twitter name. Sometimes yeah. you just can't be a cheerleader. You can't be sparky sparky all the time. Sometimes, you know, you're having a bad day. Sometimes you're ripping on people or you're doing behind. If you're passive aggressive, maybe you shouldn't be passive aggressive. Maybe you should be more straightforward about it. Because if you're, she's ripping too. I mean, we see some of it. She's trying to be a little coy about it. But mm-hmm. she rips too. You know, and some of that um, bragging about not being in the bottom third. Only be in the room a certain amount of times. Times. Or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And that can get annoying. It does. Girl, bye. <laughs> I still love her. So, that's or the end Darian, of... you won, girl. That's the end of the first episode. <laughs> that was episode seven. No elimination. Wait, can we talk about why Alyssa would have the secret to winning? Girl, you, you went home early. Can Not talk, early, can but... Can we talk about it later? Because I want to really rip on the ganja. Okay. I want to spend at least 20 minutes on that. Well, that's... I think that's tied into this, though, because... Here, I'll make it... I'll make a segue. Okay. Seg- Watch segue, my segue. 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 Um, I feel... <laughs> I feel... She her segue. <laughs> Sing it, sister. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just trying to be corny act. Um, so Alyssa did her little secret to winning that moved like Laganja, and oh, God. and I was I was watching because it's like you for, you kind of forget some of the affectations of these queens when you haven't seen them in a while, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all Laganja's doing is mimicking exactly Alyssa's affectations, and. Correct Some me of it's if I'm also wrong. stole from Nene Leeds. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Shangela yes. in that same house? Yes. But Shangela doesn't do that. Oh, yes, she does. She got annoying at one point with the whole, you know, Hallelujah and all that. And it was just kind of like... Hallelujah is Shangela's. Yeah, Hallelujah is Shangela's. But it's still that kind of like... Don't get me wrong. I wasn't a big Shangji fan. Shangji. But <laughs> meeting her in person, I had a small like text back and forth in comments. She is very intelligent. She, I guess, has a degree in marketing, I believe, as well. So she knows what she's doing. She may not be a good drag queen, but she knows what she's doing with her brand, I guess. I don't doubt that. But it's still that kind of like, please be quiet and just settle down. My thing is, if you have a drag mother like that, you might want to look for another one. (laughs) Girl. Because she really didn't do that well in her season. Mm. The only well, thing she had going for her Not was just that. her fight with Coco. Like, you would have educated your daughter a little bit better. Sorry, girl. Anyway, moving right along. I just feel like Laganja, her voice affectations, the ones that people are picking on all the time, because it's like, Laganja looks separate. Like, she has her own distinct, unique look. Mm-hmm. And they're right. They're right about saying that when she's talking about, like, talking to people backstage, she doesn't have a weird voice. And then when she gets when she gets in character in her costume, she starts to have what to me is an Alyssa voice. But you know what? It, she does it when she walks into she, the workroom. I was too. just That's about to say irritating. every every episode so far that I've seen when they're walking into, she's the first one out and she's the first one that has something to say. Even when RuPaul comes in or like RuPaul has you know with the whole hey mama yeah it was just un- <sighs> God. she's like a tall elongated pixie. I almost broke my, with that girl. 
A couple of episodes, I was almost broke my TV because every time I said <laughs> the whole mama thing, I wanted to throw my remote at it. It was just so. I hate that. Now here's we had Don't after do that ever again. after the <laughs> last after the last episode, and Alyssa does that. Mm. She the, just started that though, so I think she thinks that's quiche. Mm. Girl's not quiche. Um, Mimi Leaks does that all the time. Girl, you ain't new. After Get a new trick. after the last episode, trick? we all had Sometimes. we all had a big conversation about how you guys were annoyed by Adore's voice when she first came in, and I I was like, that's. She speaks like people from Southern California speak. That's their that's their voice. I didn't know that though. Okay, let and me was, now wait. Hold on, let me take it back because what I what I really said was I get annoyed by a lot of the young queens that come in and don't understand that when they speak like this all the time, when they wonder why people get irritated by them, that's exactly what it is. That gets it's a little annoying sometimes. But, then, but I thought she was doing it like Laganja's doing it all the time. But she, that's actually how she speaks and. The more I see her, the more I see Adore, the more I like her. I adore Adore. She's charming. Shout out to Adore. She's charming. And I I could almost change, switch her with Courtney Act in my top three. I can can honestly do that. Because these last two episodes, she really stepped it up. Although, in this particular, we're on episode eight now, Drag Queens uh, of Comedy. Um, I didn't think that she was that horrible. Per se, on the adore on on the uh, the main challenge. Oh no, no! But I think overall, her growth from episode one to now, I think has gotten a lot better, and she's becoming you know someone to, tr- to root for. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean, but, but as, the, as the show progresses, I appreciate the growth of the queens. But does that mean that in the earlier episodes that? they should keep her along because they think she might grow. I mean, because there's a couple of times where we all believe that she should have yeah. went home. Yeah. So how is that fair to Adore? the queens who went home? Yeah, there I was times where I thought I, she was pretty I, bad. I said in the first episode that she should have went home. There was times where she was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, the whole look in the first episode. I and... love that look. The oh. Christmassy look. Oh, I Now, had it. that been like Cha-Cha, oh, what's that girl from Serena Cha-Cha? Oh, Serena Cha-Cha, no. She would have went no, home ma'am. in the first episode. No, ma'am. If she would have come on the runway looking like Adore did in the first episode, she would have went home. And again, no, because Serena Chacha is not put together. I, I'm a fan of Adores. But what I'm, I'm saying, too. though, is no, does that just because you think she has the potential, you keep her over somebody who actually did better than her in a challenge? Well, I think, is that fair? I think Rue thinks that all of them have potential, and just so happens one has to go home. Girl, I'm lending to your editing thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Fuck it. You gotta send me an email when you're gonna So, what out. about episode eight? Um, <laughs> it was good. I liked the mini challenge. I liked the lip sync upside down, mm-hmm. laying flat on your back. <laughs> I like that Adore ate her eyeballs. <laughs> that cracked me up. I lost and my again, shit. I thought that would, I, I think that would be a winner for me. I think the only reason she didn't win is because the eyeballs weren't Falling stuck off. on well. And I, yeah. I love that. That was a highlight of mine. That's what I wrote. That's the only thing I But wrote. I did think, you know what's funny is the whole time I'm watching it, and I couldn't tell if it was because the camera was on Jocelyn so much, but I was like, I feel like Jocelyn is the winner in this whole situation. <laughs> and then she was. I couldn't even, but they did do the split screen at one point. I know. Did you, the, go, did you lose? Did you freak out? I freaked out. I was like, <laughs> too much. She too many mouths. Too many mouths on the <laughs> dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jocelyn did win. I don't know what the 
or the what do you call it? Oh, the prize. The no, prize? no, not even the prize, but like what? What determines a winner? <laughs> Rupaul. Ru. Yeah. Rupaul. Rupaul determines a winner. It's like um, I want that one. Yep. Jocelyn won, so she got to choose the order. Mm-hmm. Which the order? I like. I love. I love Jocelyn. She's so funny. She's she, in my top three. You know what? Okay, oh, so she's in top three now. Oh, so I was thinking about this too as I was watching it. We said Tony said a couple of episodes ago that Jocelyn. And I don't agree with this comparison that Jocelyn's like Tammy, but he did say he was saying that because Jocelyn it has her own like sense of humor and is in her own mm-hmm. little world. And I'm like, that is true though. I would put her in the same category as Jinx. Yes, because yes, Jinx I is definitely a, would. They're like in, they're on planet where they're on. She's on planet Jocelyn, right? And if you want to go there, you're more than welcome to come. Right, but mm. she doesn't have to come. <laughs> what was that for? <laughs> what did I say? No. I I actually think that Jocelyn is a polished version of Adora, and I'll tell you why. Because I think that she's also very charming. Yes! She wins people over. She, she has charm. charming. Sorry, Jinx didn't have charm for me. I <laughs> love Jinx. Sorry. I love Jinx. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, But I think sorry. that Jocelyn is charming. Jocelyn I find her charming. very, like, endearing for some reason. Who, really? Jocelyn? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. she, and she Like, I want too. her to be my little baby sister. Like, she, <laughs> like, I love how she ripped on uh, Tr- uh, Trinity's uh, little chin face, uh, calling it a, a smaller version of Vivacious. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and that little lash, she's just adorable. She's like a little puppy But here's gang. the thing, is, th- this is, um, some people... When you watch them, they don't have to be as as polished as a like a Raja or a Chad Michaels because they just have that kind of personality that draws you to them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for me, there are certain people that I watch. Like this is one of the reasons I love Jinx Monsoon. Jinx Monsoon would be the kind of person who always has like a little like smudge of something on her face or something, and that's endearing. There's something endearing about her mm-hmm. having that. And then there's some people it's just messy on. But it's like, you can't, sometimes you can't define it. It's that one thing that you're like, this person is just really charming. And I don't know why, but they just something about there's just you. something about them. And I can't put my finger on it. Just so mm-hmm. charming. So the main challenge was the comedy show. And surprise, surprise, Bianca wins it. Right. What? What? Yeah, she won. Although I will have to say Trinity was fucking like hilarious. Trinity was really and, funny. And Darian Lake, again. Darian Lake. The two funny yes. people. You know, and I would even argue the fact, uh, we all know Bianca is a comedian. I would argue the fact that I would have given Trinity the win for this challenge. I, I, th- I know Bianca was funny, but I think Trinity could have, uh, I think the, they, the they picked RuPaul. the person who made the most people laugh, but I mean, Trinity, it's like, it was like night and day. I was like, that, that is funny. And there to was... follow the train wrecks before her, which let's get into it, cause. There was some moments. Wait, but do was this a, I now the episodes are kind of like fused together. together. Yeah. But was this the episode where Trinity kind of like comes after Rune and is like, ah, I'll yes. do what I want to do. Yeah, well, I'm not quite sure what's gonna come out of my mouth when yeah. it happens. That was the so first I'm not episode. Make any promises. Oh. That was the first episode, and, mm-hmm. and I think Rue kind of ripped her on it a little bit. And so the second time around, she she kind of did the same thing, and so Rue reminded her, you know what, you always do this, you know. You need to have some, you know, confidence in what you're doing because you are funny. You can be funny. And, yeah. you know, you need to own that. So, yeah. It was a little... I can see where you were kind of, like, meshing the two. But, mm-hmm. yeah. That was the order. It was... I liked that she made that 
pointed, like, okay, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to go out there. And she didn't have a cheerleader this time. It was just her. It was just her being funny. Well, you know, I think I think she kind of won Bianca's respect from the previous episode, right. from the previous week. Um, so I think she kind of has she kind of has a new che- like Bianca's not on her case anymore, right. basically, because Bianca was ripping on her early in the season, <laughs> and now you know now there's a little bit. Wouldn't of ri- you? <laughs> of course I would. <laughs> And I also know that she hasn't had her flippers. Is it flippers or flappers? Who cares? The teeth in those, these last couple of episodes. Jaws. Jaws. Maybe it's because those. she feels like she needs... People keep saying that they don't understand her with them. she's in. speaking. I still don't understand her. But I I think when she's performing, she's a lot. She's gotten a lot better. Yeah. You know? I think, she, I think she's learning how to kind of sit in her persona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, they basically... In the workroom, I, 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 they're... The whole Laganja sitting underneath the table. Oh my gosh, no. Here's the thing. <laughs> no. I remember when I was 24 years old, and this one can, can vouch for me. I used to do some, and say some things that were, you know, looking back, I'm now 20, 34 years old. I can look back and say, wow, that's who I was back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that 10 years from now... Laganja's gonna look back on this whole RuPaul strike. And be like, strike. why did I sit under that table? Or just just look over it all in, in just one like little freak bubble and say, that, that hey, that was me. That was, that's <laughs> that was a hot mess. <laughs> and I hope she grows from it because this whole attention thing, this, this, this need for like, and I, and I, and I can't remember who said, it. I think it was Bianca or, or, or Dora might have said it. Maybe when she's not on camera, she's a totally different person, but, Every time she's on camera, every time she's got the spotlight, it's it's a breakdown. It's me, 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 me. It's, you know, the episode where she had her mom and dad, you know, send her a message. It was about me and how dare you, you know, step on my thunder or steal my thunder. And it was just, girl. She's a dancer. I think also, though, <laughs> it's, it's annoying. It's it's hard, like I said earlier, it's hard to be a performer, and it's sometimes it's tough and sometimes it's scary, but it, if if this is going to be your livelihood and this is going to be what you want to do, you have to just, like, in some instances, just toughen it up and stick it, like, just stick your head in the, not the mud, that's not what I wanted the to say. The sand, the sand. No, but stick, you know, like, stick, stick to your, your guns. Uh, not That's what uh. I mean. Stick it <laughs> up your ass. What is happening? I don't know. Well... Um, but yeah, sometimes you just have to be brave for yourself. And it's like, you can't, she was having, uh, she was clearly struggling and then having some meltdowns backstage. And it's like, there is real talent there. But I'm just There's saying, real talent even, there. And she's not, she's like using all these other issues instead of like putting forth We're not real doing talent. that, girl. Girl, we're not doing that. I don't. <laughs> that was the previous episode. I don't care. Adore. I'm like, not doing all that. She girl. was just like, oh, I, I just nervous laugh. Here's I don't my know thing. I'm irritated at the people who built her up in her head to think yeah. that she's the shit. Yeah. She literally stood up there and goes, well, you know, out in the real world, people love me and they they adore me. And I'm and then Rue clocked her real she's quick. Like, this is not a, a is not nightclub, nightclub girl. bitch. <laughs> she said it. Thank Jesus, Mary and Joseph. She said something <laughs> to her. I was like, somebody please burst that bubble. And I wish Alyssa was there just so she could get ripped too. Yeah. This is your daughter, girl. Well, well, she's only been doing it for two years. And it I doesn't think matter. There should be some drag CPS or something. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so the challenge was, I think I said that already. Where are we? Are we in the workroom? Sure. Yeah. So Jocelyn's little comment about her, you know, it wasn't her cup of soup. 
And her being the black horse. I love her. I love that. She is straight up the dark horse. I loved it, but you know, and I loved it because I wrote, we all feel like that sometimes. Right. It was a great story because you watch it and you're like, yeah, we've all felt like that. So we can all relate to it. Right. But she did get get to pick the order of of the, of the how the girls were going to go on I think I would have reversed it I thought I think I would have started out with Bianca I feel like you start off your comedy show with the not that it mattered because it all kind of worked out mm-hmm. in but the Darian end. was really strong too Darian so was like, strong I would have put Darian last mm-hmm. and put Bianca first you want to end with a bang really if you want a good show now it's a competition so if she wanted to screw over Bianca put her first right but I think Justin was smart she wanted a good show in entirety so yeah. Sorry about it, girl. But, okay, I did like the comedy. Mm-hmm. I like the comedy idea. It's just, the, the, for the show in particular, it was a, it's was it been done before. The only twist was, like, having the old people in the, in the crowd. I do like comedy, the comedy uh, challenge, though. I but think it's they, fun to watch. When, it, when they did it, a roast, I think it was last season, mm-hmm. I thought that was a that was a new twist yeah. to... They roasted through. The mm-hmm. comedy. I, and So I think they were kind of... It kind of backtracked to, you know, this was recycling something that we've already done, we've already seen, just, you know, have stand-up comics and, you know, they get up there and tell jokes. By the way, they pretty much all sucked, except for the three that I mentioned earlier. Because Courtney Act... was bad. bad. What's up it. with the man sleeping? That was hilarious. That was hilarious. And this is why I appreciate Bianca because this—that's how she operates. She, yeah, she, she can go out on stage and not prepare anything. And yeah, still she's give a live a good wire. Show. Yeah. Um, I I did like the twist because you have to at this. Rue's basically saying, okay, now you have to write for this type of audience, mm-hmm. and there were some jokes that would land probably for a different type of audience. Mm-hmm. But they were not going to land for an audience of old people. And then uh, somebody commented, was um, was Jinx's vet one of the people in the audience? Hmm? Remember Jinx's vet? The vet that she worked with? Oh, from... on the makeover? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. See, I, I don't, and I don't know either. Like... Fans, if you think you saw Jinx's vet in the audience, let They're us know. There. Don't talk to me. Talk to them. Oh, fans. <laughs> <laughs> fans. I still haven't learned how to work the camera. Uh, um, except for when it's POV. Um, so that was a sexual show. No one got it. Anyway, uh, I like the old people in the cr- crowd. I loved it when I think it was Laganja when she was doing hers, and the lady looked up, and then she started weaving again. No. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like even with the guy sleeping, heckled. I was like, that's a little contrived. Mm. It was a little contrived. That for was me. the worst. Sorry. The heckling. Oh, I felt so bad. The yeah. heckling, the guy sleeping, and cool. the crocheting. Seriously, yeah. I think that that was told. I'm sorry, I believe that was set up, and I was just run with that. I, nah. I actually, Kenny's <laughs> like, I, ah. okay. I love when train wrecks happen, but when it's just <laughs> consistently, it's it's like watching something that you can't, you have no control over. And when Ben was up there, I felt bad. It was just like yeah. I wanted to like just grab her off the screen and just say, just sit it down, and yeah. it's not it's working. It's okay, girl. She bombed. I think Courtney Act bombed. Laganja bombed. I, Courtney, just, oh. I do respect the idea to try to use your strong point, which is singing. But like Michelle Visage said, if you're going to use a song, make, make it the it funniest funny. song that you've ever heard. Yeah, and all and maybe and for your viewers who don't live in West Hollywood, who don't you know, it's not funny to them if they don't know true. the culture, the yeah. West Hollywood culture, the so, bubble. Yeah, so. Anyway, it just it just didn't work. 
And Lagandra's jokes did not read to an old audience at all. Oh, no, she said the one about the dry vagina? That's disrespectful. And you're talking about weed to old audiences? Like, that's not what they want to hear. It was just not an Adore. Here's the thing about Adore. I don't think she was as bad as they made it seem that she was. I, 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 I feel like it was it wasn't great, but it wasn't like she banked in her charm. Come on, you know, now. yeah, that's yeah. right. And she dropped the f bomb. I'm all for f bombs. Yeah, but you <laughs> got you to pick your spots with those. Yeah. I think wasn't it detox last season or two seasons ago mm-hmm. when you know she got so oh, nervous. Oh yeah, she, she got dro- so nervous she kept dropping f bombs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anything else? I'll be cleaning your art later. <laughs> I just the last thing I wrote that was funny. The last thing I wrote was. Because uh, they oh, will always cut to Michelle when she's watching these things. Uh-huh. And I feel like the cut is supposed to imply that Michelle is, like, disdainful. <laughs> but I was like, why do they do that? Michelle just has re- resting bitch face. So that is a condition. Yeah. It's a condition. I have it. I have resting I bitch face. It. So it's like when you're listening, I think she was just listening, and they kept cutting to her, and I was like, they're making it look like she's, like, frowning on everybody. We're not supposed to, you know, harp on the editing, remember? Oh, yeah. That's a rule. There was no editing. That was your favorite resting joke? Resting bitch face. Which? The uh, adore, I'll cut your grass. Oh. Yeah, that was, was your, Oh, yeah. Was that your favorite joke? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What was your favorite joke? That's not all. Well, I was still oh, mad that sorry. Ben was still here. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> You're so evil. That's so I think wrong. my favorite joke was Trinity's joke about the about the lights. The eating. <laughs> well, the eating. The eating was funny. Yeah. But see, I, I because I, I had if you're watching family, I do apologize, but <laughs> I remember my grandmother used to do say the same thing about the lights, you know. It has nothing to do with lights. Like the breathing, stop breathing and you run up my life. But I remember stuff like that, so that that's why it sat well with me. And I think that I think she get she got an A for effort because she really like turned it around. She really she wasn't as funny as Bianca, but she again I think Bruce Valanche, who was one of the judges, said that after Laganja like Labanj you know I was gonna say Labanja she bombed on stage. You know Trini got on stage, got everyone out of the seat, and changed the energy around in the room, which I thought was smart. Yeah, I don't know if she did it purposefully. But it was smart. It was well, smart. and a comic her. trick, because they even mentioned about Bianca, a comic trick is to make fun of yourself Self. first. And then make fun of... Then make fun of the audience. Another good <laughs> comic trick, though, which is what uh, what Trinity used, which is go on your own experience. Yes. Like, if, if you have an experience that you feel that other people might have had... Mm-hmm. Generally, it's going to be And I think that ben, ben was trying to get there. She mm-hmm. just wasn't getting there fast enough. Right. Like, she started describing where she was from and kind of like... How people in Seattle are, but it just didn't. She just didn't get there fast. She was just rambling, rambling. rambling. I think she would have done better if she had changed up her voice or something. Because I think the jokes were there, mm-hmm. but maybe delivery was fell flat. Off. Oh, and Jamie Presley, by the way, she looked beautiful. She was the other judge. She did. My name. Uh, my name is Earl. Then- I wish she would. They need to give her a show. I love Jamie Presley. I think she's funny and she's beautiful. Hi, Jamie. <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Why are you saying um, hi to Bruce Valanche? I love my creepy uncle. I like that shirt. <laughs> and you know what? He he's he's getting older, <laughs> but he looks the same. He doesn't he doesn't look like he he's looks the same that. weird. <laughs> I thought it was funny. And he's a funny guy. I mean, yeah. he writes for air, everybody. He, he writes he, he wrote the Oscars. He he I does do, a lot of like funny things. We said we said this before, but I do like that the hosts are topical. Yeah. Totally. It's I you know what? At I, least more often. 
not. You know what I didn't get that this episode that they've done with other comedy challenges what is that, that they do um they do walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um like uh, like mentoring. Yes. Uh, mentoring I think they should have because done that, this yeah. was one of the episodes where it nobody needed. was a comedian. Yeah, and it needed It would have been nice if Bruce Valanche was one of the mentor or yeah. a mentor for you know, tell me a joke. Right. You know. So we didn't kinda get that, but again, editing. They probably didn't have time or they just Or maybe didn't. they did do that and we didn't see it. Exactly. So there's your editing comment for the night again. Um You can just edit out so our editing. There was no runway. Um, which by the way, I um can we talk about what they had on while they were doing their um jokes? No. Mm-hmm. Jocelyn Fox, I'm sorry, I love you. That dress didn't fell I didn't like even your performance. Um I think the most interesting thing to me was Adore's like Katy Perry Mexican outfit because she made a joke about it. I thought it was hilarious. I like Bianca's dress. Oh, I guess that, I mean, okay, so I guess that didn't really have anything to do with the challenge. The outfits? Yeah. I mean, they were cute, but I didn't, I wasn't really paying attention. I was trying to Okay, you couldn't miss, you you couldn't miss Laganja. Yeah, I'm just saying you couldn't miss that. Yeah. That was just wrong. That was a SpongeBob big space princess. <laughs> she should have went. SpongeBob space princess. She should have went with the wig she had on underneath it. I yes. Been well, and totally fine. So in the lip sync, that was another thing where it's like I don't know the wig underneath it for me. It wasn't something. when okay. If you've already had somebody on the on the history of the show do a wig reveal and it was the most perfect wig reveal you will ever see in your entire life. Who are we talking about? Fatty. Roxy. Boop. Now if. If you're not going to replicate that, that try something else. Because her wig reveal was just like... It, it, was, it, did, well, it didn't do anything for here, me. Here's the thing. For Shout that, out to Roxy. What up, big girl? Big girl's over. For, for that particular song, which was Whip My Hair, and the whole... I think for that episode, she knew she was going to be in the bottom mm-hmm. two. She's like, I'll show you something. You know. Yes. And it worked. It was now, perfect. See, for this one... It didn't work. However, I thought the song choice for these two were like yeah, the spot song on. choice was so perfect. Stupid girls, I, and, and, and I love pink, and I love well, no. Pink. I, I feel like they like the previous episode. The song choice for the two that were lip syncing was perfect. I think mm-hmm. for these two girls, they're not the brightest, you know, sharpest tools in the shed. Mm-hmm. I so Jocelyn. I thought I love Jocelyn too. I, I'm a big fan of hers now. I think that she kind of lost to Laganja. This is the only time I ever say anything positive about Laganja right now. What? I think that Laganja actually did a little bit better. In Get out. <laughs> Shut the front door. Roya, cut him off. <laughs> I actually thought she did better. I do like the double split. That was cute. I, the double split was the best part. The double split was definitely the best You know part. when they were like in the workroom, they all had planned. They yeah. planned that yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. But... Um, please comment and rip Kenny <laughs> as hard as you can because I don't know what he's watching. Jocelyn worked the runway. She did, and she gave face. She surfed. Yeah, she was. She, re- she was reading the ganja without even saying. You know what I mean? She was serving her. I'm sorry. That's what made me actually like her even more. She's in my top. Three. She's in my number three right now. So oh. I love her. Laganja didn't win. I, she I, lost. Laganja just like Laganja lost because she doesn't know when too much. She doesn't yeah. understand the concept of too much. I agree. The second drop, girl. Seriously, it was like, ooh, 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 okay. But I thought, I thought she turned it out a little bit. No, I thought she did a good job. And I I'm only basing this based on she what, desperate. based on what happens in Untucked because she got, she got ripped to shreds in Untucked. But it was Please her. Don't send me it was. Don't send me <laughs> it was her kind of her own fault. 
I think we'll that's Alyssa's fault. If we're going to talk about it, <laughs> uh, should blame Alyssa too. But I think but yeah. also in Untucked, it seemed to have been like it got to this point where everyone was frustrated, and unfortunately, it just came out as everyone is frustrated all at the same time and all like and here's my thing. <laughs> this is what you I want to know. know. Have, oh, sorry, we have so many things going on. Everybody has like here's my thing. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I said, I, I said it myself tonight. I said it There's a lot of things going on. Go ahead, Kenny. Oh. What's your thing? What's your my thing? thing is, um, well, my thing is, mm. Laganja, after I've given her praise for her lip sync for her life, before that, because what we see is we see the episode and then we see Untucked. Everything on Untucked, it was just, it was just a mess. It was a train wreck. And I never what? not once felt bad for her. And then going back in my head, not, not knowing, again, we talk about how being in Untucked and going through all these emotional things and then knowing that you may be in the bottom two and have to lip sync for your life and get on stage and perform, I, I would give her props for that. Because she had a breakdown. Yeah. Like, again. It was all, it was all I thought, done a little over the top. A again. Emotionally dramatic. And I love that nobody went out to chase her. She will, and I've said this before many times, but if you're begging to go home, Bye, you girl. should be going home. <laughs> like, you can't... If you're at a point okay. where you don't want to handle it, story. you should be going home. Can I Ms. Kenya's, Kenya's done this himself. Can he I, pulled out <laughs> a little trump card. He thought he was going to be slick and storm out. <clears throat> I made sure nobody followed her. Sorry, okay, girl. So, Mm-mm. here's the thing. Nobody and I'm not going to I'm not gonna defend her. Um, I, I, I will say that Bianca bringing the whole previous episode with her... It was a kind of kind of not the best timing, per se. She's like, she may not be here next week. I'm gonna call her out right now. I would too. I would have done the same thing. It's not like she did it on main stage. I would have done it and talked to because what I got was that Laganja turned around and tried to turn around and make her feel bad about the situation. And I think that Bianca actually did feel a little remorse for what she said. And then because even I caught it and then talked to her, I was like. Wait, um, bitch, you just did 24 years, you waited, but you just, I totally got it. I was like, thank you, somebody else has logical But I think Bianca didn't, get, it, didn't it didn't hit Bianca until the first episode of Untucked, let's just say a week before that, mm-hmm. when she was talking to Adore mm-hmm. and the other one, she was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. And she said, as she was walking away, she said, oh, that's when, but I feel like bringing that up, I, again. I would have done it. Twice. We know. I think it's a little unfair. And here's me wishy-washing again, but I, I, I think I, I, I kind of I don't don't get me wrong, I didn't like Laganja. I'm glad she went home. I'm glad it's all said and done. But on the drive over here, I actually, for the sake of the show, it would have been nice for her to stick around to get ripped on more, <laughs> only because, <laughs> only because. Please make a comment down there because I want to I want to hear what you say. Um. But again, I, I, I think it was, I, and Courtney kind of said it afterwards, is like, I don't think we did that in the best way possible. Right, they ganged up on her. Because here's but. my thing. On the same breath, in the same vein of what Bianca was talking about, she talks, you know, Alyssa had her little thing in the untucked and, you know, be the best queen you can be. And then all of a sudden, when she's being sent home, mm-hmm. she tells Rue, thank you for everything you've done for me. You know, for some, you're the first person who has made me feel a certain way. I'm thinking, what about Alyssa? 
Rue's the first person that's made you feel a certain well, way. I mean, you know, it had to, it, no, it had to he, do with drag. It just she doesn't think before she speaks. That's my thing with Laganja. But here's the thing: I can, I can not, not to vouch for her, but sometimes when you watch, RuPaul is the only person that I've ever seen on TV in drag when I was like 15, 12 years old. Mm. So maybe just seeing that image, at I mean, she's twenty four, twenty three, twenty four. Maybe seeing RuPaul on TV at some point might have been like, oh, this is the first, this is what I want to do, this is, you know. But then she gets into the whole, well, Alyssa did this, and, you know, I was a teacher at her dance studio, and blah, blah, blah. And Alyssa tried to convince her not to do drag, which I found interesting. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just Listen saying. To your mother. Well, I, I don't think that she's a bad drag queen. She's just annoying. No, and again, she's not a... We're talking about drag race. This is a competition. I'm not right. saying she's a horrible drag queen. No. She may be an amazing drag queen. She may be, she's actually a really good performer. She's a dancer. I get that. But drag, like we've all said, has more aspects than just dancing or, or mugging or serving body. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it's a myriad of concepts and ideas that make up drag. But you, so suck it. So here's my question. Do you think, okay, Bianca and Darian are a little bit older. Do you think there should be an age limit as to <laughs> because no. well I want to see a geriatric drag queen. Boo! I said. Well, it. I'm just saying, With you know, brand new tennis ball. Because ah! Shanji, when she first came on, she'd only been doing it for six months, and she made it on the show, and then she got brought back for another season and didn't win. Um, <laughs> I just kind of wanted to rip on it just now, and that's all I wanted to say. But. Do you think that you should have some kind of level of expertise to even throw your hat in the ring? Or do you think, hey, it's an open field. If you want to do it, if you just started yesterday, you should just, you know, get on the show. If you're that good and you just started yesterday, then yes, you should get on the show. What do you guys think? Well, clearly Laganja makes us feel a certain way, so she's doing something right. Whatever. She took it to the extreme, though. Producers obviously picked her for a reason. By the way, Mm -hmm. when she was in the hallway, she wasn't by herself. She was. They had it framed... Who was there with her? There was either a producer or somebody who oh, worked on the that show. That doesn't count because you can see, you can see. Well, go back and rewatch it. They yeah. they had they framed it to where you can only see yeah, her, right. and then when she's walking back, you get a glimpse of somebody else stand that was standing in front of her. I'm sure they know though. Like you have to know the people who are filming you all the time, and so it's like at some point, I'm sure that person just talked to her. Because right. if you're that upset, you want to get them back into the well, room. Well, not even that. It's like you also creating drama by leaving the room mm-hmm. and having that. And the greatest thing was when she left, everyone just sat quiet, didn't yes. say anything. That was... It was awkward time. It wasn't awkward. It was just like, oh, this I would have been a door and I would have said, don't none of you follow me. <laughs> just stay right there. I was actually a door when she stood up and was like pointing the finger and was like, you know, got in her face. It was just... I thought that... I thought that, that According was to Cam, ugly. that's a good friend, right? Yeah. Is that a good friend, really? That's what Cam said. Really? To make you feel even... Because I'm going to call you... Don't make it about everybody else. It's not about everybody. It's all about you. It's This is your... You created this whole situation, and you're not going to get out of it by blaming other people. But Cam, as my friend... Oh, I would, and I've done this to Kenny. <laughs> what? I have. I would expect you to be like, it's okay. If Kenny you- shuts his trap and doesn't keep the train going... Then I'll, I'll let him be. And I'll, I'll always back you up. If I was a driver, done the same thing. If Laganja had just stayed quiet, but she wanted to keep going, and I was like, no, girl, you're digging your hole, you're digging the grave deeper, shut up. Shut up about but it. But she, she, didn't, she didn't shut up. Because, I mean, unless you can refute what Bianca was saying, Bianca had a point. You made me feel bad about what I was saying, 
And your story is not meshing. It's not jiving. And I don't think, I mean, if we go all the way back, it's like, I don't even think Bianca was wrong to try and lighten the situation. Right. No, because when they did, when Jocelyn, which that was a sweet little moment, too, with when her fiancé came on the screen yeah. and they talked Aww. about it, they lightened the mood. Yeah. And Jocelyn was all for it. Yeah. You know, she was like, oh, you know, that was a cute moment. This is why we like Jocelyn. Yeah. She's adorable. She's- we don't want, I mean, it's like, it's. If you want to drag out a dramatic moment, it looks like you're trying to just get attention. Mm. Attention whore. Or as I wrote, horse. Horse. Attention horse. I was writing so fast. <sighs> so, there you have it. RuPaul's Drag Race. It was super, It was Rupa-sized. <laughs> and I think if they had to do two episodes back-to-back again, these were the yes, perfect two episodes. It was to, perfect. I don't think it would have worked any other way. Although, I, my only other programming note that I have to admit... <laughs> is that when I watched it, I watched it with a group of people. They had episode seven, mm-hmm. followed by episode eight, then and Untucked. Then and untucked. then Untucked. Ah. So, so when, ah. when Untucked's episode seven came after episode eight, it was confusing because then I had to go back in memory and be like, oh, because they, the whole Jocelyn Courtney thing when she ripped her in Untucked, I kind of forgot about it, yeah. and and they even like recapped it in episode eight, which I didn't. We didn't see it until right. after episode eight. Right. Programming note: just kind of you know put episode seven untucked seven, episode eight untucked eight. If you go online like I did, you just pick what you want. <laughs> sometimes you watch untucked first, sometimes you don't. By the way, online I don't. They're streaming online is logotv.com, which is great. I love it's free, but it's just kind of slow. <laughs> It's slow. Somebody well, keeps commenting about it. They're tired of watching the same commercial over yes, and over and yes. over. Yes. That is the one yeah. thing I'll say. Yeah. If I have to watch Coco Montrese interview people anymore, <laughs> I'm going to stab my eyes out. Okay. Oh, no, are you're we done? We are done. Kenny, um, you should probably show them your sign. Oh, do we Wait, want to produce the shows? Do we think we're going to have an episode where... And now, that. <laughs> do you think they're going to bring a whole back? Okay, I actually so. thought about that. However, they've got usually the show runs fourteen episodes. Yeah, a season. fourteen. This is episode eight, and they already have seven contestants. And if you end up with three, I'm doing the That's math okay. in my head. Bring a whole back and get rid of two. That's right? a possibility. They can, right? If they were to bring someone back, who who would they bring uh, back? Shangela. <laughs> milk. Shangela. I would think milk. I would actually. I, I could see them doing Laganja again. I can see them bringing back Laganja just to ramp yeah. it back up. Yeah. Because now who be even more or Gia? Because they don't really oh, have anybody Gia. now. They now it's just Darian and Ben that don't like each other. Everyone else pretty much gets along, mm. which is another thing that I kind of like about this cast is like you get a sense that they all kind of get along. Whereas the Raja season, you had groups that right. didn't like groups, and then you know, and then and the Coco clicks, yeah. and Alyssa drama. Anyway, that's my prediction. Who yeah. you want to see come back? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. I'll take Gia. I think Milk's coming back. If talent we don't wise, know, if it's by talent, it'd probably be Milk. I would have. To okay, say. if they do bring somebody back, who do you want to see double eliminated? Ooh. Oh my gosh! No, I told you I can't do this. Two people have to go. Milk and Ben. Milk and Ben. <laughs> bring Milk back and send Milk and Ben. Home. I want Laganja to come back, just to send her home again, <laughs> and I'll probably have to. I have to get rid of Courtney because she's not really doing anything for me. I feel like we're going to have, because 
because Courtney, as much as I do love Courtney, I I feel like she might be going home soon just because all of the things she's saying, or she might be in the bottom or something like that because all the things that she's saying about it not being challenging for her. Mm-hmm. I feel like she might hit that moment where it's like, okay, this shit got real. You know, she's <laughs> between Courtney, Ben, and or I'm sorry, Bianca. I think those are the only two who have not been in the bottom two mm-hmm. so far this season. Who are left? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that's it for us. Where can we find you, Jackie? At one two three Jackie underscore B on Twitter and at one two three Jackie B all one word on Instagram. Cameron, Tomakava seven seven seven. And I brought visuals. <laughs> this is where you can find me. I don't know if you can see it close up, but that's where I'm at. Thank you guys for watching our Rupert size. Hey. Actually, we did good. We, it, we close to an hour. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Let's give ourselves a hand. Yeah, pat our backs. Let's pat Jackie's exposed shoulder. Thank you for watching. Comments on YouTube, Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Um, iTunes. Mm-hmm. And AfterBuzz TV. Thanks, we guys. We love your and comments. You can, read, you can reach Tony at Lounging with Tony on I'm all so sorry. platforms. platforms. And including Grinder And Scruff. Ken Scruff. only knows. <laughs> and right on the and, counter. and <laughs> Siders go to Good Microbrew oh. and Grill Sunset on Monday night. Sunset and Lucille. Sunset and Lucille. 8 o'clock. Play some Mingo. Next week, um, BB uh, Benet, Zahara, oh, Zahara Benet. Benet will be the ball caller. So go see it. Check it out. Baller shot caller. Know your status. Know your status. That's it. Thanks. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.